That's from Bubba Gump. I want you okay. to just keep going, please. No, How many more Josephs are there? Oh, many, many Josephs. All right. I um, I Joseph just... Scampy. Oh, I am kind of a scampy. You are a scamp for sure, yes. I was watching some old basketball and... Um, oh, God, now I'm going to fucking... Um... Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, welcome to old man. <laughs> welcome to welcome to old man Voss uh, front porch. Oh, Bill today Walt. we're going to be talking about how to cook a mess of catfish. Oh, if you can remember any of this, nothing worse than beginning a show and you can't remember the first thing you want to say. Bill Walton. Bill Walton. All right. Yeah, Bill Walton, the great basketball player, and had a great family. The uh, Waltons. Oh, they, the way they said goodnight. Uh, I mean, it was like buttock. Uh, oh, goodnight, Elizabeth. Oh, goodnight to you, John boy. Exactly. Bill, are you still dunking basketballs? Just like Long Island Jews, for sure. <laughs> yeah. West Virginian, Long, Long Island. Island Jews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where is where's Ben? He's, he's making a basketball out of a coon skin, but he... Uh, nope. No. Okay. Out of wreck. Yeah. Okay, so um, Bill Walton. Bill Walton. I used to live in San Diego, and I would every time practically I went to a rock concert, I would see Bill Walton there, which is not hard. Not hard. Where's that eight foot tall hippie guy? I'm six foot four, so I'm typically a little bit above the crowd. So Mm -hmm. you'd scan the crowd, and you'd see a guy who was two feet above everyone else, Mm -hmm. and then you'd see a blank space next to him, which meant that his wife was with him, and she's like four foot eleven. He's like seven. Two or something ridiculous. Wow, Jesus. I don't know. Maybe yeah, six, yeah. Well, no, yeah, no. He's seven foot at least. He's sure. just, and he's also the, now that he's older. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's still in good condition because he was a pro, a pro ball player. But he's Ugh. he's an older man, and it means that his knees are going to be a fucking well, nightmare. Everything about the way he walks is the way you envision the skeleton <laughs> underneath you walking. It's just sort of like this ambling gait of a uh. of a huge man who has, I think, arthritic problems, all this sort of stuff. But he loves rock music, so he would be there, and then his tiny, tiny wife would be there. Where the fuck is this going? Well, I know. Well, I know where. Um, I know people like that. My son's kind of like that, actually. He's got a girlfriend. He's lovely um, uh-huh. girlfriend, and she's mm-hmm. but she's shorter, and he's a tall. He's, he's six a, foot seven. Uh, he's a hunk of hunk of burning yeah, man. Yeah, it's a sort of. I always think about that, and when I think of uh, when I see a couple like that, like that couple's got it going on. Bill Walton and his wife must be in love. Because no, she's four no, eleven, no. and he's <laughs> everything about getting into a car driving must be sort of oh anyway. yeah well come on and you know what you're really talking about the fucking's got to be weird too. I wasn't even th- honestly I wasn't thinking about that no, I was, no I was for once being a little more sort of romantic frankly just the idea that you, you know how do you find somebody who's so perfect for you that they could be four eleven and you could be seven one or whatever Bill Walton is mm-hmm. but naturally now here's the question the, of course is does she have a flat head that's a very important one the cynical part of me ignoring <laughs> what you just said which is awful the cynical part of me then immediately starts to think about Love. why are people so awful together mm-hmm. which then maybe think about some oh, early oh, and, and here we are early okay, good, girlfriends good that I had that were so Ooh, yeah, awful and I don't know there. if you want to do you have any any spring to mind like in high school or anything that were just like dreadfully bad girlfriends Your girlfriend? Girlfriends? No, or yours. Mine. Yours. Oh, whoa, no, not really. I wasn't uh, into. Uh, I yep. was incapable of having a girlfriend uh, through most of my uh, young adult life. Uh, so you missed out on good or bad girlfriends? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, many, uh, uh, many Hustler um, magazines. That, that's about as close as I had for they were a always long nice period of time. They were. They were. Very <laughs> nice. The odd paper cut, but otherwise not bad. Ouch. 
Um, what about you? Well, I had this girlfriend. I can think of a few. In, um, in high school, and she um, was turned out. I didn't even know that she was awful. That's hmm. the thing about high school. You don't even realize someone's awful for a while. But she was so awful, like... I, um, I would buy her like a mylar balloon. One time I bought a mother, uh, a mylar balloon. Just it not nylon, like the real shit. Here. The fucking silvery balloon. Yeah, man. You're fucking investing in a balloon situation. <laughs> it's $3 for a balloon. Yeah, absolutely. You should be happy. Have to blow that shit up. Go. Here's a balloon for you. Yeah, it's a nice balloon. I this it probably has a ribbon on it, right? It had a ribbon, not ribbon just some, some those, bullshit string. It had plugs, a fucking ribbon. Little plugs, like a little cork you'd pull out of the balloon. Uh, well, that's important because I handed her the balloon and she said, oh, thank you, and popped the cork. Deflated the balloon, folded it into fours, and it opened a drawer where I saw other Mylon Mylar balloons stacked. Oh my God, she was a whore. Uh, she was balloons. a Mylar balloon whore. She was a Mylar balloon. Wow, whore. that is a rare subspecies of the of the thing there, man. And then one day she told me my birthday. Did she use them as condoms later on or something? My birthday. Like a star shaped condom. My birthday's tomorrow. Okay. Just plow through it, Tom. My birthday's tomorrow. And I said, oh, my God, I didn't know your birthday's tomorrow. So I went out and I arranged somehow mm. to borrow money and get her earrings, mm. only to find out later from someone she knew. It wasn't, it wasn't her, birthday. her birthday at all. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, I guess. Yeah, I need to tell you this. It is my yeah. birthday tomorrow. So. <laughs> here's, some, here's a Mylar balloon. Aww, Let me, nice. Here's a cork. Let me show yeah, you where to put like it. smells like a vagina. Okay. So anyway, I, that was an awful girlfriend. And, and, mm. and I'm sure, by the way, Les has become, honestly, one of those like, ah, women. I've heard stories from women in high school, or women who when they were in high school just terrible dudes it's oh well you have a teenager just shits anyway so, uh, totally. so she probably turned out to be like decent or at least no I saw her at a high school reunion oh, no. <laughs> actually she <laughs> might have been decent from... but I saw her years later and, and okay. um, this beautiful girl had become an absolute train wreck physically which made me so happy ah. yet yet when she came up to say hello to me, mm-hmm. I nervously started stuffing my face with cheese and grapes and I realized afterwards oh my god she's still Upsets me uh-huh. <laughs> just by talking. Anyway, so, so what did you, meanwhile now she has like a, like a trunk filled with un- deflated mylar balloons. Yes, oh. yes, like the Viet Cong. Exactly. So um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, uh, she she was a terrible girlfriend, and then finally she broke up with me. And um, her neighbor was this guy I knew from from welding class. This guy Joe, and Joe reported to me that later on that week, he, Joe had a pit bull in the backyard. Um, this girl leaned over to say hello to the pit bull, and the pit bull um, latched onto her face. Nice. And tore it to little pieces. Oh, cool. All right. So so there's good love and there's bad love is what I'm saying. I'm going to say justice the people was who served. Are, who are made for each other and the people who are not made for each other. That's so, so true. Where in the fuck is this going? Well, God, just a natural me. transition to a couple of movies starring Abby Lincoln, the great oh, jazz singer, first of all. Oh, the Abinator. She's a great, great sort of jazz singer, singer mm-hmm. standards. Who only made two films for theatrical release? <coughs> anyway, right. she was uh, had she, a, a thirty second spot in the nineteen fifty six classic rock and roll classic, "The Girl Can't Help oh It." Oh my god! I don't have no idea why she was in there because she doesn't sing rock. She doesn't rock and roll, but 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 these guys, the people who put on that movie, had the loosest concept of what that was in the beginning. I with. suppose so, like the very loosest. So, yes. Yeah, so perfect. All right. And so uh, so yeah. So she had a bit part in that, and I think she was like, you know, featured in the back of some other. Other movie, I saw, okay. I saw it, but yeah. uh, but but as far as her being in a movie, yep. as far as I can tell, it's just the two. Yep. So. Well, so so we want to talk about them in order, chronological order. So we're going to start with 1964's 
Nothing, nothing but, but a man. But a man. I said nothing but a man. Sorry. Nothing about a man. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Both the titles today have, have titles you want to pronounce, say differently. But mm. but she's in Nothing But a Man, a sort of independent um, film from 1964. I would say more than sort of. It feels like an independent yeah. film from today. It feels like the first it, it independent a, film or something. Yeah, it, it has, has that quality, quality to it, yeah. you know. And it, even like the photo stock yep. looks a lot like Night of the Living Dead to a certain extent. Oh, Romero. Yeah, there's just there's just there's this feel to it mm-hmm. that's uh, the darks are a little darker than yep. normal. The lights are a little lighter than normal. It's got a, it's got a silkiness in the dark. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It's almost like and it almost has like the clarity of like a v, like a like a video recording as opposed to a film, but like not a quite. Worn out mylar balloon, I'd say one that's uh, been darkened. Exactly. Yes, by by your soul. Or someone's. Right. It's, oh, right. That's right. You have a soul. What am I thinking here? <laughs> it co-stars Ivan Dixon, mm. who, no, we, we, I showed this movie to you the other day. No, let's, let's go ahead, please. Let's back up. It stars Ivan Dixon, and it co-stars Abby Lincoln. No, it's a, it's, I would say it's a, it's a co-headlining bill. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But Ivan, when I showed it to you the other day, you said, I don't really know this Ivan Dixon. And I said, yeah, neither do I, mm-hmm. which is total bullshit. We totally know Ivan Dixon. Oh, great. I'd love to find out. He was a re- uh, one of the cast members of one of the greatest television shows of all time, a little something called a Hogan's Heroes. Fuck off. Was That's that Ivan Dixon. Really? He's the, uh, otherwise known as the black guy from yeah. Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> of course, right. Yeah. Nice. I wonder why LeBeau was running around the back of this movie. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, anyway, so it's, it. I mean, yes, Ivan Dixon, I, I guess his character gets most of the play, and it's nothing but a man, nothing but him, right? Yeah. And it's his struggle, she, no, but she's a really important part of the movie. Definitely. You do not get me wrong on that one, but yeah, this yeah. is really, uh, it's a lot about, it's a, it's, it's a, it, this is first off. This is a um, uh, come uh, shut the fuck ah, up. God damn just it! Just fast forward. People. This is a movie about things where you blank and he blank blank. Deflate the balloon of your thinking, sir. Uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> no, this is a movie. This is a civil rights movie. Yes, it's a it's a civil rights Absolutely. movie. No question about. It. 1964, arguably like one of the big, important, notable, sort of monumental years in the civil rights mm-hmm. movement. We have the Civil Rights Voting Act, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and other things of a oh civil rights nature. And that's how they that's how they backed into the Klan rally. Okay, so okay. my point being that it takes place in Alabama, just mm-hmm. south of Birmingham, in some sort of small town. It's right. set in current day 1964. Mm-hmm. Our and hero is a works on a railroad. Yeah, is a uh, like a foreman for is a section chief or something like that. With a a, a number of a really good actors playing yeah. that role. One of which I thought it was Paul Winchell, but it's Yafa Koto from um, what's the Baltimore Richard Richard Belzar's um, Homicide. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, anyway, okay. so so it's got. Um, oh, yeah, it has some faces that are that are very familiar. Yeah, no question about yeah, it's it. It's really good and good acting. Yeah. So he plays this. The, he works on this railroad. Uh huh. Workers, buddy. Collective. No, he makes good money. <laughs> he makes good money, and, w- yeah. and one of the things is that it starts. Okay, so we start off. This is this is a movie about sort of the the arc of a man becoming a man in a certain sense, right? Wait, and, I... and, and trying to do so as a black man mm-hmm. in the racist South. Of the of the mid sixties. Uh, okay, I you know what I'm just I'm trying to absorb. I'm not even arguing, absorbing what you're saying. But yeah, it, it's a little bit about him growing up. It is. Okay. It really is. It yeah. is in a sense, it. it's a coming of age story. It's a it's a man. He's young, good looking, bright, t- talented. How old is he? Like in Should his twenties, late twenties, or something? Mid to mid to late twenties. Okay. Like, I would say twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. And I think at some point that's going to mention. But 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 he starts off. He is. What he is is the he, he is uh, he's got no he's got no responsibilities. Not really. He's got a job that pays well. Yep. Right. No wife. No. Um, basically, he roams uh, from town to town, helping them fix the railroad. Mm-hmm. That's his job. 
makes good makes the good scratch can do whatever he wants with that he's basically it becomes very clear that he is in like the best possible position for a young black man of his time and age. Yeah, sort of, and that gets complicated and, to some degree. Right, and this is where it, this is why this is such a great movie. This because is a very fascinating movie to study. He goes into town one night, and mm-hmm. instead of going to play pool or whatever his buddies are going to go do, he goes to a church social. Right, and and it's a sort of a barbecue picnic. Oh, they have fried chicken. Trust me, it looks so good. It did look really good, even in black and white. But he oh. meets uh, Abby Lincoln. Yes, the character, and, and she and is the preacher's daughter. The preacher's daughter, right? right. So. Um, by the way, Ivan Dixon is a beautiful man. Oh yeah, no, he's no, such he's a man. good-looking fella. Well, everybody, yeah, all, everybody who's not white is definitely attractive in this movie for for numerous reasons. For no, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, spiritually for sure. But yeah, even like Abby, like Abby Lincoln is is oh, yeah. is fucking two things. One is she's really a just a, a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yes, and beautiful, not even like sexy, just beautiful. Beautiful, yeah, yeah, very beautiful. classically yeah. beautiful in a sense. Yeah, but not one hundred percent because she also has like. I, it took me a little while to figure it out, but she's she's got a, like a very pronounced jaw. Yeah. That comes out every once in a while. Yeah, and, a, and it's the only thing that's the only mark against her. She's got this weird, very pronounced jaw that every once in a while pops out. But other than that, she is she is something else. It's also crazy that she didn't um, do more films because she acts really well with her eyes. And she does. She yeah. Does. So 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 she she's, and oh, go ahead, please. No, no. I, sometimes she doesn't seem necessarily comfortable with her words, but she's definitely comfortable with her eyes and her mo- and her movements. It's, it's really interesting. Well, it's hard to say because in this other issues brought up, it's it's a it's a film that takes mm-hmm. patience. Tom yeah. and I were were sort of talking about it a little bit and saying it it's not boring but no. you fear that it will go there a few times and it's actually just well paced and takes needs your attention it's, and your patience so even it is a movie that requires you to think and it will yep. and it, it it's holding you to that and so when you say she's not comfortable with the words i totally accept that that um um uh, interpretation but it could also mean that that mm-hmm. that character is the character is uncomfortable with her words she she's an observer yes she's she's stuck between two worlds and and ultimately this film is about sort of splitting worlds. There's, of course, the white world and the black world, but mm-hmm. within the black world, there are these two sort of camps. And it's the one side that her father's on, the preacher, which is, listen, we need patience. Yeah. We need sometimes to do what we're told by mm-hmm. the white man and by the, the big culture in order to get what we need to right. sort of progress slowly. Mm-hmm. And there's the other side, which isn't necessarily Ivan Dixon's side, but the other side that's like, hey, we're out of patience. We yeah. want to, we want to be we human want beings. We right. want to be men and so forth. And it's the whole... Um, justice delayed is justice denied, right? Type type right. thing, absolutely. Right? And there's also there's a little bit of a sense of also just like the uh, the acceptance of selling out to a certain extent. And like it's, it's accepted. It's you know the people initially the the black um, uh, characters who are selling out like the preacher like other people in the film are kind of I I initially sort of despise them like you know mm-hmm. oh you're so, but they become understandable it's a tough world man. it is a tough world and they're doing right by themselves and yeah. their families and no doubt to a certain extent as much right as they possibly can to the people that they are serving in you, this capacity you know what this is like by the way I remember when I saw um, Saving Private Ryan in the theaters and it has mm-hmm. that amazing sort of epic opening scene on the beaches of Omaha beaches and it's this crazy sort of war and I remember thinking like out in words to myself after that whole opening was done yeah that's what it's like and then correcting myself how the fuck would I know what it's like oh, yeah. but some movies are so good at telling you what it was like that you believe you can affirm it yeah and of course you and I are complete we are white we are shockingly white the, we are to this this world and yet frightfully somehow, Caucasian it's so well made that you're like yep it's somehow it's this is what it is well yeah absolutely the, yeah this is a movie that that shows you sort of <laughs> show, shows you a picture yeah and you know my my 
my open mind accepts it. Well, I think what I think it is. Yeah. Uh, and um, you, you have nothing but sympathy. Yeah, and so and then to go back to another point, which is the idea that he's becoming a man and he's sort of growing, and and that he's been avoiding it by being this sort of not bon vivant, but whatever it is, as a black man surviving on his own with no strings attached to anything. Because he comes from because they make it very clear that he comes from a background of no responsibility, no accountability from There's his no own accountability. Parents. Mother right. dies, father's a drunk, but, father's a drunk who abandons him, uh, who abandons him, and he has a kid that he has oh, since abandoned on another person. Fucking cock blocker, Tom. You knew I was leading up to that point. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, bitch. Nothing but an asshole. Dancer. That's the, the documentary. Okay, so what I was about to say, what I was leading up to slowly before someone stepped in, like like a moon eclipsing a sun. Tom, you're the moon and I'm the sun in this instance. One uh-huh. who shines and you're the one who Yeah, eclipses. I mean, I'm made of cheese, motherfuckers, to dance, so <laughs> you I'm are sexy. Made of cheese. You smell you like grate me over a delicious salad. Stuff. <laughs> Tom's grating his left breast over a salad right now. I mm. swear to God, people. If I had a salad, I so would. Yeah. So, what was it? Okay, so Tom had just revealed that. Uh, Ivan Dixon's character, Duff Anderson, has a son. So he 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 meets you know the Abby Lincoln character, mm-hmm. and he's sort of so, something about her appeals to him the same way she appeals to all of us. And, and it's this sort she's of a amazing, sexy, strong woman. It's yeah, a pretty but beautiful impressive. and likable and yeah. smart and, and all strong. These sort of she's and, got strength. It, but you and I normally hate that. But she's simply like a you do anyway. So um, so he's he wants to maybe make more of a commitment to her, and then it's revealed that he has the son up in Birmingham, who he's essentially abandoned. But mm-hmm. also he finds out that the mother of the son has abandoned the the, the boy as well. Right. So there's all this stuff about like. Well, we also were talking about this yesterday. It's a it's it's a film about um, oppressed people who you're rooting for, but in the crowd of oppressed people are assholes as yeah. well as good people. And right. so he is neither and one or the other. And our hero isn't 100 percent great or 100 percent bad. He's as good yes. as the world has seemingly led him be. Okay, yep. And in in, in to, to his own convenience, I guess. Yeah, that's it. And so and 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 there again. So the film's about race, but it's also about gender. So it's like she's this sort of like anchor. But it's it's not fair that she be an anchor to sort of like align his world or, or sort of make yeah. it work. Right. And he sort of gets that, and he sort of doesn't, and he sort of doesn't want her to. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's nothing's really easy. And here. he sort of wants the and, and this is I get this feeling too in a couple of places. Yeah, he wants the freedom to be angry at her for oh, not yeah. good reasons necessarily, but oh, just no. the freedom of it. You well, know? that's the thing. It's like which the, is what we all do in relationships. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it's I don't know. I mean, what else happens in the film? Other stuff happens in the film and and what i can say definitely is that nothing is necessary nothing is resolved in this film at all no no there's no fix to anything it's not even suggested that there is necessarily a fix it could be yeah absolutely right you know it's just this is this it's that's that's one of the it's it's a documentary documentarian approach almost to what's going on yep to what the problems are it gives the list of those problems and like that it shows uh, conclusively that white people like joe are terrible terrible creatures Yep. That need to be uh, what go, what got on. Oh, you were going to say exterminator, weren't you? you I wasn't going to say that. No, you get out of here. You get out. Uh, stop hiling, please. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, fair Boy to say, I mean, hile. I'd seen this film once before a few years back, and, and I'd always wanted to return to it. And it was one of the films that I felt excited to show someone. And so I, I'm picking up that you did enjoy this film. Well, I enjoyed this film. This is one of those rare films, and I and I loathe this category. <laughs> I yep. hate it when people say this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a film you should watch. 
If you haven't yeah. watched it, yeah, go and watch it. I agree. It's it's a good, it's a good, it's a good uh, whistle stop tour of your own soul to a certain extent. Yeah, it's I worth mean, checking it, out. It's one of those rare films that that I would use in a classroom because it could be an important learning tool, right. and yet is still a, an, an enjoyable, enjoyable film. Yeah. yeah, still an enjoyable <laughs> so movie. Both God. of those things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, has all of that going for it. Uh, total thumbs up on this movie. So, so I mean, again, I, th- I think because Abby Lincoln only did two films and and um, oh, two th- films for theatrical release. I think she did some like television stuff in the seventies and eighties. But mm. but two th- theatrically released films. Um, in both cases, they're films where she may not technically be the star, but she's important enough, and of course, again, well, likable enough that. Go ahead. Well, I'd say in the second movie, she's definitely the star. I mean, her name's That's even in the title. Interesting. Okay. Her name's even in the title. So it's called. Okay, for, for love, love of Ivy. Of Ivy, not for the love of Ivy, which is always <laughs> what I want to say. It's from 1968. Four mm-hmm. years later. Yep. And it, for very long years, apparently. Well, I mean, a lot of stuff has happened. You're right. So uh, it, it co-stars um, prominently, I think, Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier, it's, yeah. From what I understand, this is a film. Of, of course, at that point, he had enough pull in Hollywood um, as an actor, right. as a black as a, actor, as a best uh, actor winner. Yeah, uh, from 1963's Lilies of the Field mm-hmm. to 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 produce films or to be to to put, sort of push films to be right. produced. And this apparently was based on a short story he'd written. Yeah, you said that he'd written this. I might be wrong. Really it might just be a concept. But but in any case, it, yeah, it came from him. Uh-huh. And and so it's it's starring Sidney Poitier and, and, and Abby Lincoln. And the premise is this: that somewhere on Long Island. Uh, Montauk or something. Long Island. Long Island, grape neck Long Island. Um, White Plains, oh, that's somewhere else, right? A Long Island, son. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like my perfect Long Island accent <laughs> okay. I do. Long uh, Island! Hurrah! It's a Long to Island! A wrong island. <laughs> it's a Long Island. That's an Italian Long Island. It's like Ireland. Yeah. Okay, go What were we saying? Okay, so on Long Island, so there's a family, a very, very white, well-to-do family, uh, right? Yeah, so it's like... like it's headed by Carol O'Connor, um, pre-All in the Family. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely not Archie Bunker in this, but he's not completely not Archie Bunker in this, in a yeah, sense, he's, right? Well, what he is, is he's like, he's, first off, he's the only competent white person in the entire movie. You're saying the only competent white yeah, person? Yeah, the only really competent white person in the yeah, entire movie. Like, fair. everybody else, like, the, like his family is a bunch of turtles on their back once they're made. Ivy, played by... Abby Lincoln, uh, Abby Lincoln yeah. uh, threatens she wants to move. She wants to leave. Yeah. She wants to go continue her life. She's tired of being a domestic. She's living at the damn place with a day off a week, whatever. It's apparent she wants that to she, go... she, used to, she used to live in Miami as a teenager. And like 10 years ago, when she was 16, they basically kidnapped her. Yeah, they, in kidna- a way. Well, they kidnapped her with a salary, but nevertheless. Yeah. Okay, right, they like, brought her up to Long Island right. to be their domestic for 10 years. And you have and you have a little apartment off the side of our house. And, and she has this crazy idea that she'd move Maddie, into the she city, wants to go to New York City. New York, become. A, a person, yeah, a woman too. certainly yeah. a person. <laughs> yes, yes, she wants to go to a, a five fifth <laughs> secretarial school, right? She wants to go live a life and be excited. Seems she wants to be reasonable. she wants to be gawked at by Don Draper or something. And know? the rest of the family, minus to some degree, Carol O'Connor, the wife and the two kids, the the son yeah. played with. Um, Oh, great applause. Um, oh, by, by Boo Bridges. Boo Bridges. Oh. They're all so incapable of managing their lives. No, Abby, you can't they must, leave. They must, they must Lucille Ball-wise scheme to find a way to keep her on board. <laughs> well, it's important that first they, they, they really are, are begging her to stay because she's family. She's family. And it's, the truth of the matter is they don't know how to wash and dry clothes. Yeah. Really is what it comes down to. So they need well, her around. There's this one weird moment of weakness uh, coming off of Bowbridge. First off, there's the daughter who's an incredibly cute woman. I don't okay. know who that is. No, some and she dresses super. She does. She dresses super groovy, sexy from the sixties. Like if you, you know, if you if you remember, if you remember um, your uh, what do you call that? Um, 
Yeah, what do you call uh, it? Scooby Doo. If you remember Scooby Doo, you, you know what she you know what she dresses like, basically. So okay. she pulls that off. Yeah, but the son, played by Bo Bridges, yep. is a hippie, and yeah. he's he's. Um, He's what an ex- he's what an ad executive from Anaheim thinks yes. a hippie looks like. Yeah, it's like you know bandana, fringe, yeah. you know vest. Still, but still relatively, but still clean shaved because it's Bo hey, Bridges, and he's man. got an image. He's going to want to make other movies. So, so and he's sort of a trust trust fund hippie, right? Trust so fund hippie, like absolutely. Mid twenties, well, still lives at home. Right. With his dad rich owns like a, a dad owns like a like a department store of yeah. some kind, and the daughter makes uh, fashion designs oh, and no. all like that. It's Whatever. a pathetic family. And They're it unlikable. Is, it is, but he at one point says that I. Is the only thing keeping him, keeping dad from like making him join the army or something like that. That's the one second that you go like, ah, maybe I don't know, but still, no. nevertheless, they're basically I'd like scheming a Jim Jones to maintain his family. Yeah, they're 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 scheming to maintain a black person not being able to leave their employee. Right, because she's she can't even be replaced so sense, because fuck she em. knows how to take care of them. Well, they're just all unlikable. Right. Unlikable fucks, the whole fucking family. They can take that whole thing and have like make an Alice basically. She's from she's the Brady Bunch. Alice from the Brady Bunch, yep. but nobody else around here is in any way competent to do fuck all. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. So, that's okay. So that's the that's the and Carol O'Connor's less aidsy. Um, yes, absolutely. Well, that's because he... notation, I thought I had it, to make. Yeah, fewer, fewer, less fisting overall. Fewer watches lost mm, in other men's like uh, rectum l- areas. Yeah. Um, okay. Not that that's, not that this we judge that. creating scale. That's what Tom and I are it's doing. We call, it, we call it creating breathing space in our middle of our podcast <laughs> so that people can think of other things that are actually important in their fucking lives. <laughs> okay. So, Whatever. So, okay. But, okay. So that's the central conflict of the movie. They want to keep her there. They want to keep her there. So how, how do, do they, they keep go, there? How do they oh, keep her there, Oh, Ricky, I have a little plan. <laughs> fucking idiots. Wait. Wait a second. I, first of all, you're right in making the Lucille Ball comment, but you did Lucille Ball's as you did Ricky's voice, I know. I, 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 I'm not always not confused. <laughs> I'm not always like that statement. Kind of was right I like there. It. I like it. Uh, Ricky. Okay, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, nope. Fred Mutz, get over here. Let's yeah, fix come it. Here, let's, Fred. Let's fix this, Fred, and get your hand out of my ass. Okay. Um, Here's your watch back. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so to start over again, what we're saying is that they want to keep Ivy, they the black Ivy. domestic. Here, not going to the city, not mm-hmm. developing her own life. In so, how order do they to do, do that? They need to find her a fine young fella who will date her, but not marry her and take her anywhere else, so that she stays wanting to wanting to stay in the she area. She needs to get up domestic. on that dick. That's what it's all about, Holmes. That's very sexist. I don't mm-hmm. like the, how you're saying that, Tom. Get but all up in them guts. So, you. Bo Bridges conceives of this plan. Do we know any? First of all, well, first of all, they know one black person. Yeah, I think we know a black person, <laughs> yeah, a black a, man. If we can get him interested in her, mm. she'll fall in love and she'll stay. So. Of course, the black man is Sidney Poitier, yes, who owns a delivery company, delivery vans that um, works with her dad. He his, delivers his, product to her to the father's business, right? But what we come during to find day. out during the day they do that, and at night it yes. becomes what it, do they do at night his vans all become super. Weird fucking casinos. casinos. Like, like rolling casinos. Rolling ca- you call them something else. Mm-hmm. Little, little Switz. Little Switz. Which, oddly enough, that's from the movie Pocketful of Miracles. Oh, which we've done a podcast on. We have, indeed. And that may or may not proceed or follow this. I who have knows? no idea. But but Sidney Poitier wears like coveralls as a delivery man, <laughs> a guy who owns a delivery service. But uh, he peels away the coveralls to reveal a tuxedo. A tuxedo. And, because and, he's the host of this floating gambling den right. of inequity. Right. And at no 
point do we acknowledge how much he must have sweated through his fucking tuxedo, it being under a trucking company? No, well, that's Sydney Poitier. Yeah. I mean, you imagine he's, he's the coolest good. goddamn person. He's yeah. a good guy. He just smells I love Sydney like, Poitier. He just smells like garlic bread and lavender. Sydney Poitier could correct me about anything, and I would just say, oh, okay. If you had any idea who was talking, Joe, if you knew Joe, you'd know how crazy that thought is. But right that's Sydney Poitier. Yeah, wow, the power of the, the power of the Sid. They call me El Sid, Mr. Sid. Okay, so, so they have a floating, uh, the, all these moving vans that are floating casinos. Right, filled to the gunnels only with white people. There's no, all, the only people that are black are the people working. They're the staff. Right. We're making money off Whitey. Yes. Yeah, which is good. A little revenge Felicia there. Felicia and the Honky 1968. Take that, Honky. We shall overcome. Oh, we shall overcome. Craps! So, um, now this is a little bit of a confusing part the first time you're watching it. Somehow it's clear that Bo Bridges has something on Sidney Poitier. So he's not even going to like fix him up with Ivy oh, yeah, he's in a legitimate straight. way. He wants to blackmail him into dating Ivy, and you're not mm-hmm. sure what it is. And then you realize that Sidney Poitier has this sort of little Switzerland floating gambling right. truck and thing. Right, and, uh, and that young Bo Bridges knows about it. Okay. By, the, by the way, this totally overlooks the fact that I don't see any reason why anybody would not want to date this woman. She's attractive. Why would you... Yeah, Take but Sidney Poitier is also like get a... Get some sushi before anybody knew what sushi was. He's a little bit of a, like, a ne'er-do-well. He's a scamp. He's a strip he's got, scamp. He's got near Joseph levels of scamp in mm, him. Mm, mm, mm. Near levels. Red Lobster. Yeah. Take him to Red Lobster. Okay. Just slather you in butter and garlic. Lemonade, lemonade. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I don't know where this podcast is. Anyway, like. so they get... Uh, so, they, so they they blackmail Sidney Poitier into, into trying to date Ivy. They, and then the... Con- they, it's a, they black person him. So they so it, it becomes something we, we were very familiar with in like seventies and eighties television shows, which is that Sidney Poitier is initially sort of blackmailed into right. dating Ivy. Mm-hmm. Then he falls in love with her, her but shortly after him falling in love with her, she, she realizes that he's been blackmailed. So they have to solve that. It's that part of the film is the most predictable and lame. In fact, it's, well, this that's film because that's basically so it's, it's, if if you know how a rom com works. Yeah, they they first they don't get along. Yeah, then they get along. Yeah, and then she finds out that he yeah, didn't initially right. want to get along, or some yeah. some at that point something has to come up where they have yeah. to overcome it yep. at the end, yep. Yep. so that we're all fucking happy. Well, so then tell me this: Why do I like this better than most rom coms? Because it's not a great. It's by no means a great. This is nothing like nothing but a man. Well, Nowhere near no, that important or good. No, but I did like it. Yeah, and it did have something to say, even in a mocking way, about race. Well, it, first off, it was enjoyable. Second yeah. off, it, it gave it gave um, it 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 played race really well, mm-hmm. really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, the white people were stupid as stupid as white people went. But you not know, that, go, not but they're not all like, white people are stupid, but they really picked some stupid white people. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. okay because you can yeah, see like, you can yeah, see well. It's hard to it's hard to feel for them on that one. Yep. But if you go past that, the writing is okay. It's okay. Look, here's the thing: Bo Bridges plays a, a stupid, stupid white trust fund hippie kid. Yep. And he's weirdly likable doing yeah, it. Yeah, he I don't is know how kind the of fuck likable. he still manages to be like know. he should be hated, just detestable top to bottom. Right. But the but the white people manage to be lovable in their own stupid way. Yeah. Um. So the acting is good. 
I, I, I surprised. Sort I of. The, I yeah. place that on the, on, the, on the helm of acting right Okay. All right. Like overall, the acting is pretty The writing is uneven. Good. It suffers a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not a perfect film. Not by any Unlike stretch. Unlike the other film, by the way, which we forgot to mention, Nothing But a Man has, the, has this great sort of Motown soundtrack, including billed as Little Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. This one um, has a soundtrack oh. with, I believe, the Mamas and the Papas. Yes, of that course. That tells you all you need to know about the difference between these two films, mm-hmm. I would say. Which yeah. is not to say that this one's bad. It's just clear clearly not as good or as important it's enjoyable it's enjoyable it is enjoyable and it's really you know and it's um it's hollywood trying to catch up to the culture moving forward i think yeah is, is a good way to put that yeah but uh worth checking out totally give it a recommend i mean yeah. if you want to talk about uh, you know the relative importance of movies certainly this is nothing compared to uh you know nothing uh, but a man nothing but a man but yeah uh, but enjoyable, so why not? Little, go have go have some nice popcorn. Little side note, by the way, I forgot to mention this: that Abby Lincoln was married to Max Roach. Really? Yeah. Wow. And they had okay. a very they're very stormy sort of relationship, and then ended up being friends like later she could, on. She could like deal out a punch. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's I not. Like, a, I, I seriously, I I almost don't want to know much more about Abby Lincoln because I like mm. just about every fucking thing about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I, the kind of these, I go with you on that. Actually. These films have sort of inspired me to maybe get get a few albums or at least listen to her on Spotify, which we recommend. No, oh, yeah, we do. Yep. These two films, by the way, I should say too, are not easy to find. It's nothing no. but a man. I had to. I had to find this special order. You can watch it yeah. on YouTube in like ten parts. Never do that. That's no. always a mistake. Dreadful. And for love of Ivy is not easy. So I think in a in a rare a rare Finley's move, we drop twenty dollars. Usually we try to get. We do our absolute level best. I wonder. Like I wonder who. I wonder if um, nothing but nothing but a man. If that has entered the public domain, I would not feel above putting it up. It hasn't. It has moved into the public. No, no, no. Because if it has, I would. That's an important fucking movie. That's that's the thing outside in the real world, outside of this podcast. I I just want to start telling people about watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that voice, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Any business, Tom? (coughs) Um, Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, check us out. We are on Finley's on Film. Please uh, join us there. Join us on Patreon for the love Uh, of Tommy. Throw throw a shekel or two our way. Uh, Every time he says shekel, every single time. Throw a little, throw a little uh, gelt our way, boy. Check. Okay. Uh, Or you can also join us on iTunes, where you can give us a review and And a rating. rating. We would love all those things. Yeah. Mostly, we just uh, you know participate. That would be great. We got our Facebook page. Uh Drop us a comment. Talk to us. (gasps) Say hello. Say what up. Yep. Say hello, boy. Hola, hola, boy chick, <laughs> or something like that, whatever. Oh, wow. It was a pretty good. A pretty good episode up to that last 30 seconds. Yeah. That last 30 seconds, the one where he was talking. <laughs>